This is a DMB Society podcast. I got a sister named Jane. And this is the pod that Jane likes. And now, here are your hosts, Jeanette, Trisha, Matt, and Sean. Hey everybody, welcome to a very special, a very big, jam-packed episode of The Pod That Jane Likes. I'm your host, Matt. I'm here with my esteemed friends, colleagues, whatever you want to call them. We have a lot to talk about. Jeanette, so Sean, Trisha, so how is everybody doing? Oh, what a day. Good. I'm buzzing. I'm a buzzing. <laughs> We've had a day. I I think uh you know I think it lived up to the hype. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know sometimes uh DMB you know really makes us wait for things. I think they did that a little bit today. You know it could have been a lot worse. Uh, but we got a lot of questions answered. Um, we have more questions that have developed because of that. But we've had questions answered. Um, we have an album. We have a tour. We have a single and we've got some more information and we can't wait to talk to you all about it. Um, So we're going to do just that. We are going to start the way we start all of our shows uh, as we talk about tour dates in the opener. So let's talk about the tour, guys. Woo! So DMB 2023 is taking shape. The uh, uh, the summer tour is going to hit uh, 42 shows uh, with nine two-night stands, um, which seems like it's up from previous years. Yeah. I feel like there, there are definitely more two-night stands this time than there, um, than there have been in the past. Uh, we have some really interesting venues that have been skipped. Um, the band is not playing at all in Virginia. Um, Blossom has been skipped, and uh, Raleigh and Charlotte in North Carolina are now uh, are gone and being seemingly replaced by a two night stand in Wilmington, North Carolina, which seems like an interesting place that might be a, a cool place to go. Um, we're also seeing the return of Bangor, Maine. We haven't seen the band mm-hmm. in Bangor. I was there uh, the first Bangor show. Uh, I can't say great things, but it did get a live <laughs> tracks, uh, which was cool. Uh, we've also got the Forest Hills venue in Queens in New York City, which seems awesome. Uh, that may be pegged on all of our agendas. And uh, I know that there are definitely people in upstate New York who are listening to this right now. The band is headed back to Darien Lake, everybody. Darien Lake is back. Um, uh, folks in the Buffalo area uh, will get to see their favorite band at their favorite amusement park, kind of. It's a, it's an interesting venue in case anybody's been there. So initial impressions of these tour dates. Uh, Sean, what'd you think? I think that, uh, I think for the most part, it's a pretty standard run of shows. Um, Matt pointed out some of the 
um, some of the more notable notable additions and and maybe in a couple instances notable subtractions. Um, I for one, I'm pretty excited about some of the additional uh, stops that the band has added to this tour. Um, Forest Hills is a venue that's in Queens. Um, it's going to be DMB's first show at this venue. It's a venue that is over a hundred years old and it's located in, in Queens. It's, it's, uh, it's in New York city. So the idea of seeing DMB in the summer in New York city is I think pretty cool. Um, most of the time, if you're seeing the band in New York, um, you're not seeing them anywhere near New York City, at least not in the summer. So I'm I'm pretty intrigued by that. And I, I think Wilmington's pretty intriguing too. One that Matt mentioned, um, it's a venue that's on the smaller side. Um, and, and who doesn't love venues that are, you know, a little bit more intimate than, than some of the massive places that this band plays? Yeah, uh, you know, it's funny you say that about New York. Um, you know, typically you're tiptoeing around Manhattan when you're seeing the band in uh, uh, on a summer tour. You know, you've got Jones Beach, which we have again. You've got Holmdel. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, it's it's very cool that uh, they are going to be playing in the city, which also brings me to another point that I wanted to make, which is uh, there are definitely a couple of spots, uh, open dates, if you will, uh, in early to mid-June, where the band is in the Northeast, in and around New York City, um, uh, and has a break of several days, which, uh, you know, my feeling is that we might see some uh, some press stuff, uh, late night shows, uh, morning shows, uh, other kinds of things like that. It'd be interesting to see if, you know, maybe they add some sort of like album release show. I don't, I don't necessarily... Uh, I wouldn't bank on that, but they're they're just going to be in that area and around that area right around the time that the album is going to be released on the 19th of May. These are early June, um, early to mid-June dates. Um, the other thing that we have, which is really interesting, I think kind of just got slipped in at the last minute uh, because we we had we'd heard rumors. We had seen uh, uh, some some rumored date lists for a few weeks now. But one of the interesting things that uh, that's happened is. The band is going to Mexico for three shows yeah. before the U.S. tour. So before they play I the, think wood, that's the exciting. Woodlands in Texas. Yeah, I think it is, too. Um, before the Woodlands, uh, they're going to be playing three Mexico shows. So you have the you have the Super Bowl show, you have the Innings Festival, and then we have the three Mexico shows before the proper, you know, 2023 summer tour kicks off. Um, so those should those should definitely be interesting. It's been a while since we've seen any international DMB, Sean. I don't know if you're Jeanette or Trisha. I don't know if any of you know when the last time was that the band played internationally, but I know it's been several years. Yeah. Um, probably come tomorrow, I would guess. Well, I want to go to Guadalajara just because I like to say it. <laughs> Guadalajara. And they played there that last time they were in Mexico. Yes. I yes. remember. It was a, hot, a good show. Um, yeah, exciting stuff. Yeah. I have to jump in on um, the Forest Hills conversation because I have been to this venue before. Um, I've seen Mumford and Sons twice there. And um, it's a gorgeous venue. Um, it You can tell you're in a venue that's 100 years old. It's very historic looking and not in a, not in a bad way. Um, it is smack in the middle of a neighborhood. So hmm. you're looking into people's windows. Like Whoa. it is smack in the middle of a neighborhood. It's not very, like you guys are saying, it's in the middle of the city. It's, it, it, I mean, yes, it's New York City, but it's also Queens. It's not, right. it's not Manhattan. 
Um, it's very um, accessible via train. The train stops right at the venue. Um, oh, nice. No parking, none. So <laughs> tailgating out of your brain because that's not going to happen. <laughs> um, because there's legit, yeah, the, the legit no parking. Like it, like it's all street city parking. Um, and you could be parking miles and miles away if you drive in. So it, it's challenging, but it's such a it's such a um great venue to see the band at. I'm excited to see a band like like a big band like this there. Do we know Um, capacity there? um, I don't off the top of my head, but I will say this it, because it's in the smack dab middle of a neighborhood, that curfew is strict and it's Mm, early. So don't expect to be there late. You know, are there seats or is it just all GA? There are seats. There are seats. Um, when it first opened, it was all GA and that was a shit show and they've learned their lesson (laughs) and they actually inserted proper. Yeah, they actually, yeah, they actually inserted proper, like, like er, seats, like venue seats, except for the floor. The floor is, you know, there's a, there's a big GA floor, but it's a bowl. So they've actually installed proper seats and now it's, it's much, the sound is incredible. It's just a really, really awesome. I'm definitely on my list. Like there's no way I'm not going to that, but I just wanted to like make that known because you got to be prepared. Like you're not driving, you're not driving there. You're not tailgating and you're going to probably be home pretty early. (laughs) (laughs) Good, good. Now, speaking of can't miss venues, I just need to take a minute and talk about Guilford. Guilford is coming back again. We have Congrats two nights in July. Don't tell anybody. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> Cats it's out there. of the bag. It's terrible. It's really bad. <laughs> um, but I just had to say, I just had to take a few words. Um, actually, while we were waiting for everything to drop, the first thing that popped up on Ticketmaster was the two-day lawn pass for Guilford. <laughs> and I said, I'm done. That's all I need. Uh, yeah, this, is, this is it. I'm all good. I'm booked at my hotel. I'm ready to nice. go. Um, so I... I can't wait for Guilford, as as I've said before on the pod. Uh, it's as good as it gets for uh, an amphitheater show. Yeah, let's talk about that for a minute, the trolling that happened today. I mean, I feel like we just kept getting little itty bitty bits of information while we waited for the all of the all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. It was just I mean, you know. We had the band did not give us a time that this was going to happen. So we were all just assuming times and then getting mad when those times weren't the right time. So it's like nine o'clock, then it's 10 o'clock, then it's 11 o'clock. And we were just I mean, we we waited around for, what, four hours till this these announcements finally came. But in that in the meantime, we got (laughs) we got Guilford dates. We got Dallas. We got the Dallas date. We just kept getting like little nuggets. It was was very exciting. Very exciting. But we were definitely being trolled. <laughs> classic. Classic. Classic, um, classic. Classic. Here's a question. <laughs> Here's a question. So, we're getting an album with a tour, and I am someone that likes to live on the road, right? So, like, mm-hmm. I'm looking at Nashville's Memorial Day weekend, and then there's mm-hmm. two in North Carolina, and then I think two in Charleston sounds nice. Now, mm-hmm. you sold me on Forest Hills, and then Hartford's mm-hmm. right after that. And I'm kind of like, ooh, and then I'm I in Deer Creek and Guilford, Camden, sure. right? Sure. So typically when there's an album tour, though, you know, you might get some repeat sets and sometimes you'd go to less shows. But mm-hmm. in this instance, I, I'm just curious what you think. I feel like with it, this, I just feel like this is different. <laughs> like, I think there's no way I've heard these songs enough to not go. To I all mean, the that's shows. fair. That's right. Fair. Well, it's always it's always fresh at the beginning of the tour. You right. know, it's there's always a freshness to it. Um, some of these songs we haven't heard before. Right. A lot of them we have. Uh, it'll be interesting to see, you know, what a song like Break Free becomes on 
uh, on an album because we've heard it since 2006. We've heard a few different versions of it. Yeah, maybe our maybe uh, our outro, our horn outro will come back. Fingers yes. crossed for those fingers horns. Talk about hope. that. <laughs> we can hope. We can hope. Um, I, you know, I personally, uh, especially if we get a fall tour, which, you know, every album that has ever come out that's been a Dave Matthews Band album has got a proper fall tour. Um, I just think that there, you know, there, there, there will be a lot of repeats. And you'll know that, you know, one one of the things that I think we can bank on it, I was going to, you know, see if we could set like a, um, uh, a number and over under on how many times uh, something to tell my baby will be performed in the E1 (laughs) spot at shows, you know, it's just, it's just things like that. There's just going to be predictable things for sure. We just, you know, we live for variation. It's like, you know, that's, that's why we've seen the band as many times as all of us have seen them. Mm -hmm. And so when that, when the amount of variation on an album tour is cut down, uh, as I said, I think it's fresh in the beginning, but then, um, you know, you'll, you'll start to see patterns and, um, you know, I think you'll start to see just less predictability, which, you know, it's fine. It's an album tour. It's fine. That's what we're talking about, you know? Um, but, uh, you know, I, I am, especially because of the fall tour, you know, I'm not going to stress if I can't make it to, you know, five or six shows. Well, if you listen to this podcast and a previous episode, Matt gave us absolute great advice to follow this band and that is stretch your tour out right yeah. so um stretch it that's out my, baby. that's my plan I, i'm not going to be able to hold out till you know the first right the first local show for me would be forest hills no I'm not be you able gotta to make go before, no way so uh, nashville no way. is absolutely on my radar okay i've never been in nashville at all never mind for dmb oh. so i think that might be real fun um and then obviously my local stuff but you got to remember Dead and Company. It's the oh, it's the summer boy. of Dead and Company. So it sure I gotta, is. And it John sure Mayer is. may announce a tour. And, and in a couple yes, of days, we might so. be getting a John Mayer announcement. So yep. you know, I have I have to be strategic. I have children. I have Mr. <laughs> Jenny DMV. Yeah, I have a job, a job. <laughs> I gotta be strategic. You have the pod that Jane likes. I have the pod this that John pod. likes. Like yeah. who knows? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I got commitments. So, <laughs> but my plan is, and I and I'm one thousand percent going back to the gorge. So that will oh. be the end of the tour. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'll have, I'll do something in the beginning. I'll do my lo- little locals in the middle. And then, um, yeah. And then Sean, Matt, is it time for the gorge yet or what? I don't know. <laughs> I think it's, I think it's tough to say, um, you know, here in late it's January. An interesting question. Um, interesting interesting. Question. Time, to yeah, it's, it's interesting. time to start planning. I think <laughs> what, I think another thing that's interesting is to piggyback off of what Matt was saying earlier. We have heard a, a whole bunch of this album, uh, seven songs in total or songs that we've heard. And I think it's worth noting if, you know, when trying to figure out what this tour will look like song performance wise, two of those songs, Matt mentioned uh, something to tell my baby singing from the windows kind of fits that same, you know, it fits in, in the same mold mm. for me. Um, so, you know, of the seven songs that we've heard, two of those songs probably fit really nicely into that E1 slot. Very true. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now you're talking about it's down to five songs if you were to eliminate those. Um, and, and these are songs that we have heard a good amount. Um, Mad Men's Eyes, Walk Around the Moon, The Ocean and the Butterfly, The Only Thing, Break Free. Uh, so I, I, it will be interesting um, to see what what the tour looks like and 
you know, it, I, I, I also think it's, it's really cool that we're getting, um, the album dropping the exact same day that the tour is kicking off in Texas. Yes. You know, this is very exciting. How are we not cool. going to Texas? I'm going. Well, let's not rule anything out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. I think we'll you put a bunch of things happen. on the table. Yeah. Um, we could do dip-ins. Dip-in to the woodlands. <laughs> yeah. And it's it's one thing to see the first show of the tour. There's, there's right. you know, a level of specialness that comes with that. Mm-hmm. Now you're adding into that, seeing the first show of the tour and also seeing the first show um, or, or seeing a show on the same day that this album is released. You know, so the excitement that comes along with that um in a venue that the band has been playing since uh you know the mid 90s like it's it's a venue that they're very familiar with um and have played early early shows and tours um numerous times so i i'm i'm certainly intrigued by uh the tour i'm intrigued by the album um guys this was a really big day to be a dmb fan yeah it really is i mean we haven't we were saying on our when we went live earlier um that we haven't felt this way since 2012 i mean come tomorrow um uh you know just didn't have the uh i guess the story to tell the you know there, there was just it just was it didn't feel like a you know that we were being spoon fed a message or an at like a you know a, a an album a real album you know with uh, uh everything that goes on with it and so it 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 is very exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, it really is. A lot uh, of information to digest. Lots. Lots to digest. Lots yep. to digest. And we're going to be here every step of the way digesting with you. Hell yeah. Digesting. <laughs> Hell I wonder yeah. if Dave even knows what's happening today. Right. Like, is he like yeah, laying probably, on a beach somewhere? Yeah. Or is he like on the, is he like, you know, like sneaking on the internet, like trying to figure out what we're all saying about <laughs> Madman's eyes? Or like, what's he, he doing? He probably jumped into our live today. Or he um, had like, I mean, he had like a conference call today and they're like, Dave, these are the dates. Like he found out today too. <laughs> cool. I'll be there. <laughs> Um, so let's uh, let's dive into, I think, the biggest news of the day, which we just alluded to, um, and that is Walk Around the Moon, Woo. the new studio album. Yeah. Dave Matthews. Do it. That's jam. So Walk Around the Moon, uh, billed by uh, the band as their 10th studio album, which may or may not be correct. If you, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, maybe we have to redo our whole like Pod the Jane Likes Sorry, uh, remember album. Two remember Two Things yeah. gets the boot. Unless they just think that Come Tomorrow just wasn't good and they're just not even going to talk about it. Oh, <laughs> I, <Boom. laughs> I think, yeah, I think unfortunately they don't count Remember Two Things because it was independently yeah. released, but unfortunately. But we have Walk Around the Moon, 10th studio album coming out May 19th. Um, we have Rob Evans as the uh, main producer with John Alasia uh, as, quote, executive producer of the album. Um, I wanted to read this again. I, I read this during our live earlier because I think it's really important to um, to note and just goes, uh, you know, to- it goes hand in hand with what I was saying before about you know being fed sort of an album that has a message and that has a story to tell um uh on the DMB website when they put up all the pre-order information uh they described that um this whole album uh came 
to be and took shape during the pandemic and is as much a reflection on the current times as, as, as it is, I always have trouble with this, as it is an urge to find common ground. Um, and I think that that is, uh, based on what we've heard, based on the songs we've heard, Madman's Eyes, Windows, you know, these are all about the times that we're, these songs are all about the times we're living in. And I think this this album is going to have a whole message, uh, you know, discussing all of that, uh, which is great. So we've got Rob Evans and John Elasia. We got a little bit more information later on in the day today about uh, songwriting credit on these uh, on these songs. Um, we have a track list as well, which was a, a great thing to have. I know that if we didn't get that today, that was going to really be hard to deal mm. with. If we knew that just Walk Around the Moon, Madman's Eyes were going to be on here and we didn't know anything else. So uh, we have uh, Walk Around the Moon, Madman's Eyes, Ocean and the Butterfly, The Only Thing, Break Free, and Windows as the songs that we know about. And the songs that we don't know about are Looking for a Vein, It Could Happen, After Everything, All You Ever Wanted Was Tomorrow, and Monsters, which are all, which all sound just absolutely uh, haunting to me. Looking for I a thing. I mean, my I know. I keep my mind keeps going to rhyme and reason. Rhyme and reason, yeah, yeah, me too. Same obvious thing. reasons, but yeah, um, you know, very interested to hear all of um, all of that stuff. So at least for me, the big surprises here. Um, I know there was some sheet music that got leaked uh, that had Break Free on it, but I think Break Free and Windows are, um, you know, really the biggest information that we received of the day as to. Sure this album you know uh yeah we could have kind of assumed the rest of the rest of the songs that we had heard this summer would have been on there but break oh, free and windows sure. was oh, definitely sure. <laughs> like a, oh a question wow mark. that's what yeah. the big news was I mean, I mean that's what i felt the big you know dmb fans everybody loves to say you know when is shotgun again shotgun oh, get yeah, the treatment? Yeah, yeah. when is a dream so real gonna get the you know when hopefully when never uh, gonna yeah, be no, laid dream, down dream so real. <laughs> well anyways some people <laughs> Don't yuck somebody's yum. Okay. Uh, oh, oh, okay. okay. Don't oh. yuck anybody's yum, Matt. Oh, right? okay. Now we know. That's the new line. <laughs> um, so anyways, I thought that those were the biggest takeaways today from this track listing. I mean, great to see the other, you know, yeah. the names of the other songs and you could, you know, talk about that forever. But um, these songs that made it, you know, some were surprises like these and others were uh, were songs that we heard quite a bit last year. And I feel like we, you know, we already kind of know them. So, um, uh, Sean, what did you think about uh, the track listing? I'm super excited about it. Uh, I, I I get this way anytime that a new album is, is uh, you know, uh, at the point where we're starting to get little snippets and we have a release date, et cetera, et cetera. I think you make a good point, Matt, about, um, you know, the two songs that are, um, you know, maybe a little bit more surprising. Um, and, and in this instance, it, it, it could end up being a really good thing. Obviously, um, a lot of people, myself included, are excited to hear what uh, Break Free sounds like in, in this iteration of the band mm -hmm. in the studio. I think the big takeaway for me um, and you talked about this, Matt, in your open in in talking about this album, is the overall tone of the album, and not even the overall tone in terms of the songs that are on the album. Um, the band came right out and said in the statement that you read, 
um, kind of, you know, laid out what, what the, uh, the tone of this album is going to be. And, and to put things into perspective, the last two albums this band put out, um, some of the singles that we got were songs like Gaucho and Mercy and mm-hmm. Samurai Cop and Come Tomorrow. And then now all of a sudden, Walk Around the Moon is going to be the band's next album. And right out of the gate, um, we have Mad Men's Eyes. And right. you're talking about a song that could not possibly be further away from uh, you know, the ideas of uh, being hopeful and you know, being optimistic right. about the mm-hmm. future. Now the band is maybe being a little bit more realistic, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think that was kind of the the really big takeaway. Obviously, there's a bunch of songs that we don't know on this album. Uh, if we're basing any type of conclusion today on simply song titles, they also might not be, you know, these uh, wishy, uh, hope for change type songs. Uh, so that that was kind of the big takeaway for me is... Um, we're talking about a very different vibe than what we've had in the last few years, Mm -hmm. which I think is like really good. Like, can you imagine coming out with an optimistic album right now? I'd be like, read the room. Right. And I think (laughs) I don't don't feel that way. No, it's absolutely true. Writing for like the last few albums, I feel like, and I feel like he's even said that there might've been an interview where he's like, Oh, I don't get as political as I used to get. And, and it was kind of like, hmm, you know, for me, because yeah, yeah. I want that rage. I want that. Exactly. That, you know, that that him standing up because and I think he finally is just like, F it. Why am I what? Why did I, why am I writing like this? You know, mm-hmm. like, let me go. Let me go back to the anger and the and the pollute and or how I'm feeling how this, where we right. are as a world. Ex- like, ex- oh. Exactly. I mean, so, yeah, I think we need. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. And I mean, Mad Men's Eyes already is in my in my in my eyes. Um, you know, I, I, I've, since the first time I've heard it, I've said, this is probably one of the more better written songs since for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, even though we've heard some of these songs, the studio mm-hmm. cuts always just so exciting. Like even Mad Men's eyes on the studio that came out sure. is different. Yeah. Um, I mean, a lot of people have- will tell you otherwise. I disagree. I think you have to put your head, your big headphones on and you got to take a deep dive and listen to it at least 10 times. And you have to really listen to it because it's not the same. It's not what you're hearing on that stage. And that's okay. It's it's okay. It's, it's also good to kind of sound the same too. That's what we want, right? We want to, we want a live band that sounds good no matter what they do. Mm-hmm. Right. We don't well, want them to sound too different than their studio album, right? That's the point. And we found in the past too, um, I think we've shared on here, uh, there are some songs that the bands recorded in the past that are um, extremely good as album songs. Mm-hmm. And they may not translate or, you know, you may not like necessarily hearing that song live as opposed to other songs that could be played, um, you know, and vice versa. There are definitely songs that become just absolute monsters, uh, you know, in in the live setting that don't necessarily translate well or that just, you know, they can't be, um, you know, the way that they are uh, uh, otherwise. So I think that that's an important thing to note yeah. um, to note as well. Um, and so when we got this news, we also got uh, uh, a bunch of options to buy the album, <laughs> as as one would imagine when uh, an announcement like this came through uh, w- or would come through. Um, so there are a lot of new merch items. There's a slip mat for your turntable. There's a couple of sweatshirts. There's a couple of T-shirts. The album artwork looks uh, really, really cool. Um, it was done by uh, a Brazilian um 
person uh, by the name of Make Brambilla. Uh, and uh, if you go uh, to their Instagram, work is really, really cool. If you watch the video that the band released, there's all, it's sort of like, it almost looks like ripped paper or something yeah, like that. Mm -hmm. That's, that's all sort of coming together and drifting apart. Really, really cool stuff. Um, but let's talk about this. We have a rainbow of vinyl <laughs> available, uh, which is really kind of interesting. So before we get to the rainbow of vinyl, there is the only real special edition, quote unquote, that is available is the 180 gram vinyl audiophile quality vinyl that um, comes with uh, a, a bigger book, a, a separate booklet, we think, um, some piece of limited artwork and uh, all of the, um, you know, other good stuff that all the other vinyls are coming with. We got pre-orders for, I think it was four vinyls. There's a regular version, a warehouse version, a lavender version, I believe, and then Boy, did the floodgates open up after that. We've got a Target red version. We've got a Walmart blue version. We have a Barnes & Noble green version. We have an indie record store clear version. I mean, we are <laughs> giving Taylor Swift a run for her money right now. It's very true. These. But what's really interesting about this is that- We're basically Swifties now. <laughs> we're, yeah. Um, what's really interesting about that is that none of these uh, other vinyls come with anything. There's no bonus tracks. There's no bonus disc. There's none of that, which is, uh, you know, the band obviously has a message that they want to deliver with this album, which is fine. Would have liked to have seen some other songs if they had them available, you know, on a bonus disc, a la Little Red Bird um, or or similar. Uh, but, you know, alas, we're we're in, in place of that. We're getting a green Barnes and Noble vinyl. So <laughs> I'm. I'm still hopeful that maybe that maybe there'll be a surprise when we open up our our finals. I you know I don't know. Alice Swifty maybe maybe there'll be a surprise we don't know about. This band doesn't do business. What could happen? You heard me say that it's before. Doubtful, say but it listen, it's the year we, of optimism. Okay. We've <laughs> seen this before with the band. So one thing that I definitely won't rule out is content that the band could push out to everybody. I via YouTube is is what they've sure. done in the past um, with. Some behind the scenes footage or uh, they've put out roundtable videos before with um, kind of uh, question and answers almost if you will with uh, the producers of the album so um, we have no idea what's going to come mm -hmm. but we sure hope there's stuff like that that's uh, waiting in the wings and you know it is also we also do have to mention this is the 25th anniversary of before these crowded streets so you know, maybe with it, with, you know, with the celebration of that, something there will be some sort of surprise. Who knows? And yeah, if and, not, and you have forty-seven so. vinyls to choose from. Forty-seven <laughs> vinyls. That's correct. If not, you Every could buy forty-seven turntables. You could start them all at the same time and <laughs> right. You know, so you create some yeah. Like that. <laughs> yeah. To Jeanette's point, we the band didn't make mention of before these crowded streets, um, and and I don't necessarily know that they had to. Um, say on the pre-order website, but um, we had multiple people confirm that when the band started to send out promotional info to radio stations that they mentioned the 25th anniversary before these crowded streets. Um, so I, I, I think that in addition to everything that we got today, and it was a lot, uh, mm -hmm. today was a really, really exciting day. Um, how amazing would it be if in really any capacity, uh, the mm -hmm. band kind of acknowledges, um, you know, the, the 25th anniversary of this incredible album. I mean, wow. hopefully they, you know, a hopefully they do something because 
you know, as we talked about on our last episode, before these credit treats, you know, is the height of DMB. I mean, there's just nothing. Maybe this album play. will be. As I as we <laughs> said in our last be album, the before these credit streets was <laughs> okay. the height of DMB, their magnum opus, the best work that they've ever done. Yeah, I mean, um, I, I, I'm optimistic this is going to be a good one, but I don't know about all that. <laughs> That's going to be great. It's a it's a it's a bold take. Um, so uh, one other thing I wanted to just discuss with everybody, um, while we are on the topic is, um, just the overall timing of the album. Uh, we heard over the summer in uh, Dave's, when we talked about it on here, I think on our first episode, Dave's interview with Ari uh, at SPAC, Dave had said that the album was in the bag. Um, in this, uh, in the video that was released today for Madman's Eyes, there is studio footage of the band. Um, multiple band members are wearing masks in the, in the, um, uh, in the video. So we know that some of this album, if not, most of this album was recorded uh, a long time ago. I think one by the time the album hits shelves, if if there are any shelves in this day and age to hit, um, but we know Barnes and Noble, Target, and Target. Walmart. Yeah. Me, and Walmart sorry. There's a lot of shelves. There's <laughs> there are 47 shelves. There. shelves. <laughs> 47 shelves. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, the album will have been, or, or parts of it will have been recorded for almost, you know, upwards of a year. Right. It'll be almost upwards of a year since that interview where Dave said the album was in the bag. You probably look past that, you know, potentially as much as a year before that, uh, the band was in the studio laying down some of this stuff. So really interesting. I think that it would have to be the longest period of time from recording to release that we've ever seen from this band, mm. um, which which I think is is really interesting. And I would love to hear everyone's take on that. Well, they were on tour for 360 days last year. That's what it felt like. So how are you going to finish an album that way? <laughs> I mean, that is true. They they work real hard, you know, on uh, out on the road. So like, yeah. unlike other bands where they like stick, to, they, you know, they go in every day and, you know, the band is like doing it while they're on breaks or mm-hmm. yeah. so. And, you know, and I think, unfortunately, when they the way that they work, when you leave a project for a while to go do something else and then come back to it. Yeah. It's not the same. And, right. you know, yeah. your, your your opinions of a change, the sound of a change is for you. So maybe start it over or maybe keep tweaking it. And as we know, Dave is not, you know, Dave likes to tweak things. Dave, like Dave is a little bit of a perfectionist when it comes to this kind of stuff. So I don't, I, I probably, I think that, that that was probably a lot of that happening. Like, let's, you know, keep reworking this one and Maybe they debate it. Like, do we put the horns in break free? Don't we for oh, like a year? I hope they just that they debated decide. that for like a really long time. And then the horns won. That's... <laughs> I hope so too. I agree. <laughs> I agree. I hope we get some horns. Um, one other I'm, thing too. Oh, go ahead, Sean. I'm anxious to see of the songs that we don't know, uh, mm-hmm. that we don't know anything about just yet. If any of those songs, uh, if we've heard in any capacity before, um, obviously right. there was the, the Batson sessions that leaked back in 2006. And in addition to break free being a song that the band has played on the road for a number of years, break free was a part of the Basson sessions. So, you know, this is a song that, um, in one capacity or another, um, this band has really played around with for, uh, a number of years now, 2006 is when that came out. Um, you know, so here we are in 2023 and, and now we're going to get, uh, an officially released version of that song. So, um, 
I, I'm going to be really curious to see maybe the songs that we don't know are totally new, uh, completely new ideas. Um, but maybe one or two of them are, are spinoffs or, or songs that have really been developed point. from things that we've heard in the past. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm really excited to see if, if any of the songs kind of fit that description. John, what if one of those songs is actually Bismarck? Well, then we're going to have uh, an emergency <laughs> podcast and we're going to then be selling merch and we're going to... Is it, that, it could happen? It'll be a holiday. Is, it could happen. Uh, we'll be calling Bismarck. off of work. I'm, I mean, think about it. Like again and again, it, we called it Bob Law for years and then it was again we and did. again. What about we this did. Mac head you guys talk about? Maybe that's one of those is that. Oh, oh, wow, Trisha. Trisha. I don't even know what that is. It's just you guys hot talk take, about it all Trish. the time. That hot take. Yes, Trisha. Now, <laughs> to be fair, <laughs> you did, you know, a couple of minutes ago, compare this album, which isn't out yet, to Before These Crowded Streets. <laughs> if you want to get some some points, some bonus points immediately, put Mac head on the album. Yeah, yes. Okay. It will go a long way in stacking it up to, it to previous the- work. <laughs> Right. Right. But yeah, I mean, I this is probably my only disappointment today was that I mean, I literally I don't I didn't even read the titles. I just searched for Bismarck and I was like, okay, it's not on here. I think we all that's did. fine. Let's let's now just go look at all the titles. And and you know, it is what it is, but maybe like look at break free. I mean, it could maybe we'll get it in like 2032. I don't know. I don't know. I wonder if Mexico is gonna get any new songs. Acoustic. What do you think? So. It I feels mean, like I, the odds. The, yeah, I, I like the odds. I, I do like too, odds. but I also like. I'm a little. I'm a little concerned about hearing them acoustic first before I hear them full band. Like, mm, I, like you know what I mean? Is that like, will I like that, or what if I like a better? Like, I don't know. Like, I, I, well, everything. That's David a little Tim concerning for me, but. Well, I don't know about all that. We've had, well, we've had this is an episode on this. We discussed which we songs did are better and which ones are not. Well, here's <laughs> but, something here's something interesting uh, that I think relates to that. Um, uh, later on in the day today, we got a list of songwriting slash composer yeah. credits for the for the forthcoming album. Um, a couple of interesting notes: Break Free. Uh, gives credit to all the original members of DMB plus Mark Batson. Um, that is which very is a, interesting. Very interesting to see. So Boyd's name is on there. Leroy's name is on there, um, as well as Mark Batson. We have a few songs where it is Dave and either Alasia or Evans. Um, we have a song, uh, well, The Ocean, the Butterfly is credited to Dave and Rashawn. Uh, the song After Everything is uh, given credit to Dave and Buddy. Um, and then there were a few just Dave, uh, mm-hmm. Dave solo. Walk Around the Moon is Dave and Carter too, which is. Yeah, that's right. Right. And I remember, I actually remember him saying that, like that he called Carter and said, we got to get, and they must've both been in Charlottesville at that time. And he mm-hmm. called them, they, they got in the, they, to get into the studio and record that specific song. So um, that doesn't surprise me that Carter got a, got a writing credit for that. Oh, I'm so glad that my favorite song is the title track, the title of the album. I mean, it's a good title. It's a good title. It's a good, it's title. Open. It's a good song. It's a good title. I, can't I will give it. them that. It's better than Come Tomorrow. Um, what I was <laughs> what I was gonna say is before we, we got off on this uh, spinoff podcast, Walk Around the Moon, uh, a Dave Society podcast, um, uh, was that uh, I think that the songs that are potentially. Uh, just Dave, so something to tell my baby. Um, windows, windows yeah. uh, 
etc although madman's eyes is only dave as well um you know maybe there's a, a bigger chance that those songs are the ones one one of those is one of the songs that we potentially get in mexico as a right as a debut like you know? a here on out kind of something yeah yeah around that um does anybody have any final points to make on this album before we talk about uh some other where are you going? i do pieces yes i i um i am so I feel so um, fulfilled today. I feel so satisfied Aww. this this day. Yeah. Um, you know, like it's been a few years since it's like I want to be excited about the album, and so like I not that I pretend, but it's very much like a like a whoop. But I this is different. Today was different. Today, today feels different. very promising, and I'm really really optimistic about this album. And we've known for quite some time that this album was first in the works and then we started to find out that the album was being um that we were getting very close to the release of this album so it felt inevitable for a long time uh, and we still have a little bit to go until we actually get our hands on it but um kind of to to piggyback off of what Jeanette said uh, I found myself just feeling really grateful today that mm. you know we are so um consumed in a lot of ways uh with this band that has been at it for more than three decades. Um, here we are, depending upon who you ask, and the band is putting out either their 10th or 11th studio album. <laughs> you know, they, they tour constantly when they're not touring. Dave and Tim are doing, you know, Dave and Tim things when we had the pandemic here. It felt like Dave was performing uh, nightly at times. Yeah. You know, so all of these years after this band first started putting together um, music and, and uh, performing shows in, in Charlottesville, Virginia. Here we are in 2023 and we're getting a new album and we're getting a new tour. And uh, I just found myself like, you know, reflecting on that and, and just feeling really grateful that like, this is the band that we follow around. Luckiest fans in the world. Yeah. We love a, a band a that loves us back. To be a, to be a DMV mm. fan, for sure. Yeah. The merch, the album art, the announcement, everything. the single. I felt very the loved. The video, today. everything. Everything. everything today. Very yeah. loved. Everything. Very loved. The Barnes and Noble green vinyl. <laughs> I felt, I felt like wrapped in a warm blanket <laughs> with that part. You know, I, I said, you know what would really make the 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 cherry on top for today is if Barnes and Noble, my favorite store in the whole world, released a green vinyl. <laughs> anyways let's okay. talk about where we're all going because uh, we do have a couple of new things to talk about um so uh so let's do that So where are you going? Uh, first, uh, a couple of housekeeping things that I just wanted to take care of. We released our very first Pod the Chain Likes t-shirt last yeah. week. Um, these Woo. shirts sold way faster than we thought they were going to. So thank you all so, so much. Thank you. Um, I'd like to give a special shout out to my wife, Santa, and yes, Santa. my daughter, Grace, yeah. who we set up an assembly, a Pod the Chain Likes assembly line. Uh, and we really took care of business. My daughter, the next night, Grace came in and she said, dad, do we have any more shirts to send out? And I was like, Aww. so there's definitely going to be coming. more shirts. They're coming. Uh, yeah, thank gonna, you so much, Santa and Grace. 
Um, and, uh, you know, just it made Grace's day to be a part of the. I love uh, it. We love you, Grace. Uh, the we Jane Likes. Uh, uh, we, we put her on staff for the day. <laughs> um, so Mexico uh-huh. continues to creep up on us. Uh, we talked a little bit about what we might see there, if we might get any tour debuts. Uh, if we might get any liberations, you can listen to uh, our Mexico, our last Mexico mini, which is forthcoming. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about that there. Um, we did get some new information today, kind of lost in the shuffle uh, uh-huh. regarding Mexico. <laughs> Joe Lawler will be playing a pool party. Poor Joe, uh, man. <laughs> he's everywhere. Joe, we can't wait to see you at the pool. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, uh, going to be. We should I think promote he did that. that so that, you know, because I do feel like it was a little lost in the shuffle today. It, we it got to, very lost. We need to help shuffle. Joe out with that. Yep. Yeah. So did Tim yeah. Reynolds' calendar. So let's. Tim's oh, calendar yeah, that's Tim Reynolds' also calendar, out. which that's is gorgeous, right. by the way. It very is really nice. Good looking calendar. Totally. Yeah. Maybe maybe next year we'll release a pod the Jane Lakes calendar. You know? Oh. Ooh. Maybe just pictures of Trisha walking up lawns or Jeanette <laughs> or, eating or sandwiches. Maybe, maybe or maybe slope. Yeah, maybe slopeability. <laughs> slopeability, Nails. whatever it is. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Or Dave um, selfies. Who knows? <laughs> Dave's. Oh, that'd be interesting. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that's a that that just about does it for us. Uh, thank you so so much for uh, your support for sticking with us during what promises to be a red letter date in the history of DMB um today uh with the tour announcement with the album announcement and you really have to start thinking i know it's i'm not trying to be the downer here but we have to really embrace these times when we get them because uh you know this band is not getting any younger and you know this i'm not saying that this is the last one the last album but you know who knows you know you you just never know so very happy to be (laughs) to be a part of that today um, it was it was yeah. very exciting, and um, we uh, will be for sure talking about any of the new news that comes out um, as we get closer to May nineteenth, which is going to be another huge day uh, with the album and with the first show. Uh, I anticipate that being the next really you know big day uh, with this band. So, thank you so much. Please uh, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Um, write us a review. Uh, follow us on all of our social media accounts. Uh, we are going to try to do more and more as we get closer to the tour. Um, we're going to be doing more uh, more lives. We're going to try to be posting more on our stories uh, when any kind of news breaks. So again, thanks for sticking with us. Uh, we appreciate it. Thanks again for buying a shirt. Please wear it. Please tag us. Um, and uh, we'll see you in Mexico. Ooh. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye, everybody.